The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Tuesday Good News Day. I hope it's a good one for you. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, January 16, 2024. Tuesday of the second week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Joseph Vaz. Born in 1651, he was a Catholic Oratorian priest from Goa. He's known as the Apostle of Ceylon. Father Vaz entered Ceylon, now Sri Lanka, during the Dutch occupation when Calvinism was the official religion. He traveled throughout the island, bringing the Eucharist and the sacraments to clandestine groups of Catholics. Later in his mission, he found shelter in the Candian Kingdom, where he was able to work freely. At the time of his death in 1711, Father Vaz managed to rebuild the Catholic Church on the island. St. Joseph Vaz, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I give you this day, I offer you now all of the good that I shall do, and I promise to accept for love of you all of the difficulty that I shall meet. Help me to conduct myself during this day in a manner pleasing to you. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that the Holy Spirit may help us to recognize the gift of different charisms within the Christian community and to discover the richness of different traditions and rituals in the Catholic Church. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, today we hear this story early in the account of Saint Mark, of the encounter with the Pharisees in the grain field, in the wheat field. And when we hear these stories, and sometimes we hear them out of context, we can be imposing a lot of the other knowledge we have of the gospel onto them. In reality, the the beginning here of Mark's gospel, the Pharisees aren't quite the, the enemies yet. And so when we hear about this question in this discussion, when we read it, and Jesus, when we come to talk to you about it, we should really consider that this is early in the story and that this may not be as hostile of a discussion as it would be in the months and the years to come. As so we hear that one Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields and as they made their way, the disciples began to pluck the heads of grain. And now this this idea of plucking the heads of grain on the Sabbath is that they would, they would take the grain, they'd break it up in their hands and then they would eat the, the fruit there, which would be uh, sweet, delicious. And they're just kind of doing that as they're walking through the field, maybe even subconsciously. And the Pharisees were saying to him, look, 
Why are they doing what's not lawful on the Sabbath? And so as we picture the scene, we see ourselves maybe there watching the dialogue. It seems like the Pharisees are talking to Jesus and they're pointing to the apostles uh, who are in the making their way through this grain field. Maybe not even along a path, but they're going for a walk. So uh, the Pharisees that are there are, are walking to talk to Jesus. And maybe they were asking questions, were involved in some kind of a religious discussion. Again, this isn't necessarily adversarial yet. And so, Jesus, you're, you're talking to whoever, whoever these Pharisees were. And they're not all bad guys. Uh, and so, you're, you're discussing with them. And they're asking you this question, kind of pointing to the disciples, saying, why, why are they doing that? Why are they doing what they're not allowed to do? They're not allowed to do that. And Jesus debates with them, but he does it in a way that they can understand. This is like one uh, rabbi debating with another. And so when Jesus preaches to the crowds, for example, he uses kind of the tone for the crowds and the parables for the people. But here with the Pharisees, he points to scripture. Jesus, you point to scripture. You know how to talk to each person in the way that they can understand. And that's something we should learn from you, that we have to know how to talk to each person in a way that they can understand, that we accommodate ourselves to the other, that we try to speak their language, and that when it comes to the work of apostolate and evangelization, it's not just one size fits all. We need to learn this deep, charitable approach of what's best for you. How can I best spread the gospel for the person that I'm talking to? And Jesus, that's, that's what you do. We learn that from you. And so, you quote scripture for them. He said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and hungry, he and those who were with him? How he entered the house of God at the time of Abathar, the high priest, and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him? So he points out an example where David uh, eats this, this bread of the presence when he's fleeing from Saul and that he um, it's totally lawful for him to do it. It's um, because God's law is bigger. The, the needs there are, are much bigger. And so, Jesus, you teach us that God's plan is so much bigger than sometimes our, our rules and what are you allowed to do. The permission that God gives us. Uh, that you give us, Lord, as God, is so much bigger than sometimes some of our rules. And this makes us free. Jesus, we're, we're set free when we live this freedom of the children of God. And it's a freedom that we have in how we live the faith. We have to keep God's law. We have to keep the moral law. We have to live in a moral and upright way. But with some of the the customs of how we do things, and some of the elements, particularly of apostolate, Lord, you've set us free. And so we believe that each one of us who are baptized and confirmed on account of those sacraments, that we are empowered and we are allowed to spread the gospel. 
that no one can say that you're not allowed to tell someone about Jesus. Only professional Catholics are allowed to tell people about Jesus. No, the office of preaching and teaching is rightly entrusted to the apostles and those who cooperate in their ministry. But the personal apostolate of every Christian sharing the gospel of Jesus is something that each one of us is allowed to do. That we, there's nothing that should stop us from telling our friends about Jesus, from inviting them to, to read scripture with us, start a Bible study maybe, and just learn and encounter. And Jesus, we just want to come to know you. We're totally allowed. It's a situation that a parish priest may face. I've faced it myself as a parish priest. It's sometimes very funny when you come into a new parish that there's certain things that are not allowed and it's against the rules and no one knows who made these rules. <laughs> so I remember one time wanting to turn on a few more lights in the church. It was a dark day and with some of the stained glass windows and the cloudy sky, the church was kind of dark. And so I just wanted to go turn on some more lights. And someone who had been working for the church for a long time and was very dedicated and faithful said, oh, no, no, Father, you can't do that. I said, well, what do you mean? I, I just want to turn on some lights. It's, it's dark in the church. No, no, no. You're not allowed to do that. We only turn on certain lights during the day and other lights, you know, only for big occasions. And so you're not allowed. It's against the rules. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm the parish priest. Did the bishop make this rule? Did something, you know, but we get our into these mindsets of we're only allowed to do certain things and certain things are against the rules. And if we break those rules, we're going to get in trouble. And that, while it may be a built up custom in certain ways, that's not the freedom, the full freedom that Jesus calls us to, that he empowers us. And if we have that thought with our gospel, no, no, you can't, you can't spread the gospel. Leave it to a professional to talk to someone about Jesus. You, as a member of the lay faithful, you're just meant to direct people to the priest and that you shouldn't spread the gospel. Absolutely not. You're totally allowed. I'm totally allowed. We are allowed. We're encouraged to spread the gospel. We have that permission and we're not going to get in trouble. And as we do it, modeling ourselves after Jesus, we do it in the language that each person can understand. That's the new evangelization, that each one of us, in the language that we speak, the same language as our coworkers, as our family members, our friends, that we can accommodate ourselves to how they can understand. Jesus, the way you spoke to the Pharisees on their terms and in their ways, so we as we spread the gospel in the way that we are allowed, permitted, encouraged to do, we can spread your gospel of Jesus, your good news, to all those in our life who need to come to know you. We ask our mother, the mother of the new evangelization, to pray for us in this uh, so that we can be real faithful messengers of her son. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find a whole lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We begin the liturgical day in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Tuesday of the second week in Ordinary Time, January 16th, 2024. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this day of prayer as we join the whole church and all the angels and saints as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim your praise. praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, our mighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord, our mighty God. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lord, our mighty God. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship the Lord, our mighty God. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil. For they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act. So that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret, it only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish, the patient shall inherit the land. A little longer, and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place, he is not there. 
but the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn Turn away away from from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, But the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall, for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old. But I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever. For the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. The unjust shall be wiped out forever, and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land, there they shall live forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn Turn away from from evil. Learn to do God's will, and the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. 
The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again. He was gone. I searched. He was nowhere to be found. See the just man. Mark the upright. For the peaceful man, a future lies in store. But sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Teach me goodness and holy wisdom, for I have put my trust in your guidance. From the book of Deuteronomy, Moses spoke to the people, saying, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Therefore you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Take to heart these words which I enjoin on you today. Drill them into your children. Speak of them at home and abroad, whether you are busy or at rest. Bind them at your wrist as a sign, and let them be as a pendant on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts, of your houses, and on your gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land which he swore to your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that he would give you a land with fine, large cities that you did not build, with houses full of goods of all sorts that you did not garner, with cisterns that you did not dig, with vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant, And when, therefore, you eat your fill, take care not to forget the Lord, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that place of slavery. The Lord, your God, shall you fear. Him shall you serve, and by his name shall you swear. You shall not follow other gods, such as those of the surrounding nations, lest the wrath of the Lord your God flare up against you and he destroy you from the face of the land. For the Lord your God, who is in your midst, 
is a jealous God. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test as you did at Massa, but keep the commandments of the Lord your God and the ordinances and the statutes he has enjoined on you. Do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that you may, according to his word, prosper, and may enter in and possess the good land which the Lord promised on an oath to your fathers, thrusting all your enemies out of your way. Later on, when your son asks you what these ordinances, statutes, and decrees mean which the Lord our God has enjoined on you, you shall say to your son, We were once slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with his strong hand and wrought before our eyes signs and wonders great and dire against Egypt and against Pharaoh and his whole house. He brought us from there to lead us into the land he promised on oath to our fathers and to give it to us. Therefore the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes in fear of the Lord, our God, that we may always have prosperous and a happy life as we have today. And our justice before the Lord, our God, is to consist in carefully observing all these commandments he has enjoined on us. The law of the Lord is perfect. It gives life to the soul. The word of the Lord is to be trusted. It gives wisdom to the simple. The command of the Lord is clear. It gives light to the eye. The man who loves his neighbor fulfills the law. The whole law is summed up in love. For love is the fulfillment of the law. The command of the Lord is clear. It gives light to the eye. A reading from a letter to the Corinthians by St. Clement I, Pope. Let the man truly possessed by the love of Christ keep his commandments. Who can express the binding power of divine love? Who can find words for the splendor of its beauty? Beyond all description are the heights to which it lifts us. Love unites us to God. It cancels innumerable sins, has no limits to its endurance, bears everything patiently. Love is neither servile nor arrogant. It does not provoke schisms or form cliques, but always acts in harmony with others. By it all, God's chosen ones have been sanctified. Without it, it is impossible to please Him. Out of love, the Lord took us to Himself, because He loved us, and it was God's will. Our Lord Jesus Christ gave His life's blood for us. He gave His body for our body, His soul for our soul. See then, beloved, what a great and wonderful thing love is, and how inexpressible its perfection. Who are worthy to possess it, unless God makes them so? To him, therefore, we must turn, begging of his mercy, that there may be found in us a love free from human partiality and beyond reproach. Every generation from Adam's time to ours has passed away, 
But those who by God's grace were made perfect in love have a dwelling now among the saints. And when at last the kingdom of Christ appears, they will be revealed. Take shelter in your rooms for a little while, says Scripture, until my wrath subsides. Then I will remember the good days and will raise you from your graves. Happy are we, beloved, if love enables us to live in harmony and in the observance of God's commandments, for then it will also gain for us the remission of our sins. Scripture pronounces, Happy those whose transgressions are pardoned, whose sins are forgiven. Happy the man, it says, to whom the Lord imputes no fault, on whose lips there is no guile. This is the blessing given those whom God has chosen through Jesus Christ our Lord. To him be glory for ever and ever. Amen. We have put our faith in the love God has for us. Those who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. Let us love one another, for love comes from God. Those who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who govern all things, both in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace on our times. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. The Lord corrects the Pharisees on the matter of Sabbath rest in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord explains that necessity, subsistence, outweighs the ceremonial law. It's from the second chapter of the Gospel of Mark. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? Have you never read what David did? When he was in need and was hungry, he and those who were with him. How he entered the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which it is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him. The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. For a deeper explanation of today's Gospel reading, here's today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. 
Jesus was going through a cornfield. The disciples plucked some of the ripe ears and rubbed the chaff off the grains between their hands so as to eat them. It was a Sabbath day. The Pharisees wanted the Master to rebuke his disciples, for, according to their reasoning, it was not licit to do even that amount of work on the Sabbath. Jesus came to the defense of his disciples and of the Sabbath rest itself. He does this by turning to sacred scripture. Have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry, he and those who were with him? Now he entered into the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which it is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave to those who were with him. And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Then he went on to present them with a still deeper reason. The Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Everything is ordered in the direction of work for Christ and the individual, even the Sabbath rest. The bread of the presence consisted of twelve loaves, which were placed each week on the table of the sanctuary by way of paying homage to the twelve tribes of Israel. The loaves that were removed from the altar were reserved for the priests who performed the ceremony. Abiathar's conduct was an anticipation of the doctrine that Christ teaches in this gospel passage. Already in the Old Testament, God had established an order in the precepts of the law in such a way that lesser precepts should give way to those of a higher order. This explains how a ceremonial precept, as was this of the loaves, should give way to a precept of natural law. The precept of the Sabbath had to yield precedence to the basic needs of subsistence. The Second Vatican Council is inspired by this passage to emphasize the value of the person above that of economic and social development. After God comes man, any such consideration intervening would introduce real disorder in human affairs, as unfortunately we see happening frequently. The most sacred humanity of Christ casts a light that enlightens the being and the life of each of us because it is only in Christ that we can recognize the totally immeasurable value of a man. When you wonder about the mystery of yourself, John Paul II said to a gathering of young people, look at Christ who is the one who gives meaning to our lives. It is he alone, no other being can give meaning to our existence, and this is why we cannot give a definition of man taking as our starting point inferior created realities and still less man's labor, his production, the material result of his efforts. The greatness of the human person derives from the spiritual reality of his soul, his divine filiation, his eternal destiny, all of which he has received from God. This places him above the whole of created nature. The dignity and immense respect that he merits are granted to him at the moment of his conception and are the foundation of the right to the inviolability of life and our veneration for motherhood. The most important title bestowed on human dignity is that of being the only reality of visible creation that God has loved for itself, creating it in his own image and likeness and raising it to the order of grace. Furthermore, man assumed a new value after the Son of God through his incarnation took on our nature and gave his life for all men. 
This is why we are interested in all the souls around us. There isn't a single soul that remains outside Christ's love. We should not withhold our respect and consideration from a single person. We should look around us at the people we see and speak to each day and consider in God's presence whether in fact this is the case, whether we do show that appreciation and have genuine veneration for others. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's pray once again. We join the whole church, and we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men, rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God, I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. 
Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, Lord, send send forth forth your your light and your your truth. truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep Keep us us safe all all the the days days of of our lives. Once I said, in the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion, he breaks all my bones. Day and night, you give me over to torment. Like a swallow, I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction, when you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep keep us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you, we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you, all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. 
the lands of sunrise and sunset, you fill with your joy. You care for the earth, give it water, you fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows, you level it, soften it with showers, you bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, abundance flows in your steps. In the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy, the meadows covered with flocks, the valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy, yes, they sing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us, so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our, our praise is due in Zion. A reading from 1 Thessalonians You are not in the dark, brothers, that the day should catch you off guard like a thief. No, all of you are children of light and of the day. We belong neither to darkness nor to night. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, Lord listen, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my trust is in your promise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, listen, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Let us bless our Savior, who enlightens the world by his resurrection. Let us humbly beg him. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Lord Jesus, we honor your resurrection in our morning prayer. The hope of your glory enlightens our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Accept, Lord, our prayers and petitions. As the first fruits of our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Grant that we may progress today in your love. And that all things may work together for our good and the good of all. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Make our light shine so brightly before men that seeing our good works they may give glory to the Father. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord Jesus Christ, true light of the world, you guide all mankind to salvation. Give us the courage, strength, and grace to build a world of justice and peace, ready for the coming of that kingdom. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. The March for Life is this Friday in Washington, and once again this year, Relevant Radio invites you to Fast for Life in solidarity with the marchers. Take an active part in the march from your home or office by praying and fasting for the protection of the unborn. Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming right up. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning. 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app, you go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.